0: Here and this guy says, Hey Kevin, come here. I want you to come in the kitchen for a minute, huh? So I said, Okay, he's like, All right, look at me, this is what I need you to do. I need you to take these, these dough balls right here, and you roll them out real nice, and you squash them, and you're gonna put some cellophane over top of them. We're gonna pop them in the freezer, okay? And I said, uh, oh no, that's
1: that's not my job. No, you did not. That is exactly what I said. To a mafia boss, probably. Welcome back to another episode of Post Lunch. My name is Anthony Jen, and I'm here with Kevin Hawkenberry. May the fourth be with you. And also with you. We have a friend here today, a very close friend for you, Pastor Kevin. Yes. And her name is? Ahsoka Tano. (laughs) Also known as Pastor Stacy Hawkenberry, your wife. Yes. So we're really, um, I'm excited to have her here today. Yes. As are you. Yes. Sometimes I I make Stacy refer to me as, I mean, as pastor, like just
0: whenever. (laughs) Just like, yes, pastor. Yes. No. Never, 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 ever heard you say that. Yeah, like when we're in the kitchen. Nope. Sometimes when we're cooking, <laughs> she says yes, master I chef. S- I say yes, chef, and she sa- and she says yes, and I say no. It's yes, pastor. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, hey. May-, May the Fourth! Wait, I want to say this real fast. May okay. the Fourth! It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Remember last week? Was it last week? Do we miss? Do we miss? We didn't miss the podcast, right? I don't hope we're on track. I hope not. Okay, so we talked about like celebrating those kind of like kind of half holiday type things or holidays that aren't like really holidays mm-hmm. or. Like your people, like millennials like to do like halfway to Halloween. Like I, to do I love how you called them my people. Like, they are your people. Like it's crazy. a club that I invented. Well, I mean, it's your people. Like my people are Irish, Star Wars fans, Eagles fans, people who like Puerto Ricans, right? That's who I am. That's my people. Okay. Anyways, Any you wanted to talk about race. May the 4th. Got it. Yeah. So is like May the 4th a thing for you at all? Like you celebrate <laughs> it? I don't celebrate it, but I do recognize it. Okay. <laughs> when we went to... <laughs> we, That's funny. When we went to Kava today, I said, may the 4th be with you to the cashier. Total
1: gamble, right? Because p- sometimes people look at you like, okay. Yeah. And her response was, I really needed that. She said, I really need to hear that today. I was like,
0: let's go. And yeah. General Grievous. Yeah. <laughs> she was kind of angry. Yeah, she was. So um, a whole lot going on this weekend, nationally and internationally. Okay. Uh, May the
1: 4th is this week, which for those of you you guys who don't know what we're talking about, it's a Star Wars reference because in Star Wars they say, may the force be with you and may the 4th sounds like may the force. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody doesn't get that reference. Hey, you know what? I want to connect the dots for some people who don't have. No, and I appreciate that. I just think
0: at this point in time, Star Wars is more American than Eagles, Flags, and baseball and baseball now Apple I, pie. I
2: do think you need to uh help people or teach people how to respond because i failed today yes so can you help help us with that
1: yes um if someone walks up to you and says may the fourth be with you your responses and also with you <laughs> yeah it's kind of like easter sunday yeah. where you say he is risen and the yeah. one the guy goes amen you're like no, no.
0: <laughs> he's he, risen
1: indeed he risen indeed
0: uh, so we have May the Fourth. Also, um, Friday. What's what's Friday? Incident? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yep. Yes, that's when we eat tacos.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's um, Cinco de Mayo is a big deal. And tell me why um, Cinco de Mayo happened in Mexico? Yes, um, and it's their way of saying May the Fifth.
1: Right. Yep. It is the day of their liberation. It is. It's their Fourth of it July. It is actually not. It's their Fourth of July, is it? Okay. You think so? I don't think it is, Stacy. Uh, it's their
2: Fourth of July.
0: I think you guys are both wrong. Anthony's looking it up now. Looking it's up. actually most people think it's their Fourth of July because it's like July Fourth and May Fifth. It's not true. Like some some big thing happened.
1: It was okay. like okay. Here it goes. Cinco de Mayo, which translates to the fifth of May, and is celebrated on May fifth, is a holiday recognizing when the Mexican Army claimed victory over France at the Battle of the Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War on May fifth. But it's translating to no a yes it is like a liberation of the yeah it's it's like their fourth of july like how we celebrate our independence that's what that was i'm going to say something if it has to be cut out of the podcast we can cut it out but that means we shouldn't say it but isn't beating the french like stop it (laughs) the french saved our butt in our revolutionary they were very helpful so so Tit we'll for down. tat. Stacey's so uncomfortable right now. Okay, finally, I'm glad you're
0: here. On Saturday, okay. the Kentucky Derby. Oh. Do you do anything for the Kentucky
1: Derby? Do you guys do you guys do a pool in if, your house? If I had a care to give, yeah. there'd be none to give. Okay. <laughs> Just like how I told you that this weekend is the Grand Prix. It's like NASCAR or something, right? In Miami? It's Formula One. It's the pinnacle of racing, technology, innovation, everything. Sparks from Formula One. Who's your driver? Who you got this week? Okay. I am Team Red Bull. I love okay. It's just everything about them is awesome. Okay. But I hate the number one guy. His name is Max Verstappen. Okay. He's a real jerk. Really? Yes, but their number two driver is his name is Sergio Perez, and he's Mexican and he's freaking partying it up really for Cinco de Mayo. Yep. And really? They,
0: yeah. They call him Choco. I like that name. Yeah. They used to call me Choco a long time ago. They did not. No, they didn't. <laughs> Anyways, you know what they call? You know what? I, oh, you want to hear something funny? <laughs> when I went to Los Angeles, this is a true story. Okay. When I went to LA to the Dream Center to serve there and serve the people of Los Angeles, wow. I played basketball with a bunch of um, Mexican dudes. Okay. And I knew they were Mexicans because their um, flags on, the on chain. their necklace. Yeah. Okay. And they called me because I had red hair. They called me Kobe O'Brien.
1: <laughs> O'Brien. Yeah, Kobe I O'Brien, love, like, the guy, like the guy, yeah. like the, the, the talk Probably, show guy. Yeah. Can I ever tell you that, Stacey? No. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah. When
2: you talk, sometimes I think that you just dreamt it.
1: Really? No, yeah. that's actually true. <laughs>
2: it's like um, okay.
1: So, anyways, Sergio Perez, he won the Grand Prix last weekend. Okay. And I just love when he wins and when he beats Max Verstappen because Max Verstappen does not know how to lose. Okay. And I just oh, love people like that. Bro, I love to see him crumble. Oh, man.
0: Tonight, Joey's playoff game.
1: Yes. Give us an update. Yeah, so Joey won
0: his first playoff game. We talked about this last week. This is a big deal. Yeah. And so um, he's playing tonight. So now we're playing the number one seed tonight. This team has not lost yet. Yes. This team and their coach, they are are the Cobra Kai of Winter Springs Baseball.
1: Which makes you?
0: I think we're going Miyagi-Do. But you you wanted me to be Eagle Fang. Yes. But I think we're going Miyagi-Do. I'm sorry for you guys. I checked the latest line on Vegas right now, and they are favored by three runs. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Uh, also the 76ers gonna end be- the playoffs so I'll be watching that all weekend long uh Stacy will be watching um, season what six or seven of Walking Dead where are you at now for the fourth time I am
2: season seven
0: season seven yeah
2: for the we have a caller coming for in the fifth time
0: uh, hold on hello thank
1: goodness okay um we should probably jump into our lunch debrief which happened yesterday yeah so guys some stuff came up. We had to cancel the pod recording yesterday. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's no skin off your back.
0: Yeah, it was skin off my credit card, though, because we had van trouble. So okay. we went down to one vehicle yesterday. So, But thank God you got it fixed. We got it fixed. She's back on the road. She's got 196,000 miles on and her. And look at her go. Yeah. Yeah, she reminds me of my old golden retriever, Chloe. Mm. You know? Like, just when you think, like, she's almost done. She's got another couple years left. <laughs> um, that was both sad and um, I'm yeah. happy for you. A matter of fact... Um, her death day that we celebrate is coming up. Chloe's. Is it
2: really? It's the beginning of May. Yeah, I wanted Dia to forget
0: that. Dia de Muerto. Did I say it okay? <laughs> I don't think so.
1: <laughs> Anyways, we got to go to a new place.
0: Pause. I would like to set this up a little bit more. Okay. Because there's 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 prequels here. Let's go prequels. So here. when Stacey and I first got here, we were looking for uh, a good slice of pizza, which is what everybody does. When we said got here, you're talking about... Winter Springs, moving to Florida, to move to Central Florida. Yep. Yes. Okay. And so I found a pizza place uh, called Santino's. Yes. And I went and visited, and it's very good pizza. Yes. And struck up a convo with the owner. The owner's super um, um, friendly. How yeah. Say that? Like, he's relatable and like, talkative and
1: he's, and he's loud. Down to
0: earth. He's yeah. He's a New Yorker. He's a Mets fan. You're kind of person there, Stace. Sure. This guy's awesome, by the way. He's awesome. Yeah. And so. Um, I was going there quite a bit, but it was like just outside of like my blast zone, right? Like I just didn't I get that.
1: I'm a bike rider. So I told totally Yeah,
0: So that. I, I, he started to know my name. He started to know my
1: order. Oh man.
0: And then I just, I, I hadn't,
1: I didn't go for a few weeks and then a couple months. You ghosted him.
0: I kind of, I kind of ghosted him, which I, that's not like me. You didn't break up with him properly. No, but I, I always liked the guy. I went back to see him one point in time. <laughs> he wasn't there. Um, So that was it. And so then the, the next time I went, he was gone. And so I'd never seen the guy. It's been a year and a half since I right. saw Phil, Phil the Mets Mets fan. Yeah. So uh we went. There's a brand new pizza place that opened in Winter Springs Town Center, which is literally steps from us. Yes,
1: throw a rock from our office and yeah. you're hitting this place. You probably could hit
0: it. That's it. That's that would be a fun challenge. We probably shouldn't do that. But like a baseball. Yeah. There's no way I,
1: my arm is not that good. I'd have to warm up on the bounce. I don't think I would get there because that's it's still probably a block away. Yeah. Anyways. At any rate, do they yes. say any rate still? Yes. So I we went. went and sat down. <laughs>
0: did you hear that? <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> Let's go. We, we sat down and out walks Phil. Yes. Phil? And I recognized him, Phil. And I recognized him. I was like, hey, you on Santinos. And next thing you know, he sits, he pulls up a chair. Yep. And we just talked. He copped the squad. Yeah. Yes he did. So um so Phil's got a new place and a steps <laughs> from us. And I'm so grateful that he's yes. there. He's and such here, a cool dude. I want to tell
1: you guys something. We went, when we go to these local mom and pop shops, Right, we go there one time before we bring you to them. Okay. We uh, we we would not want to endorse a place or talk bad about a place. No. So the reason why we're talking about it today is because it's delicious. Yeah. You guys, the pizza at this place is, is very good. Yes. It's very good pizza. Yes. And the price is my favorite.
0: Yeah, you told me you took your fam, you family, guys made a of five. Couple, family of five, and you got a couple Cokes. Got two cans of Coke. And a pizza, half pepperoni. Yep. And it was like half of what it would cost to go to Chick-fil-A.
1: Yeah, it was 25 bucks. That's, tip, that's
0: unbelievable. With tip. With tip, 25 bucks. Yeah. And that, by the way, is where you're
1: supposed to tip. Yes. Because you sat at a table, someone served Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yes. Back to the whole tipping culture thing. Yeah. The wait staff is very friendly there. Phil's that you walk in, Phil's like, Anthony! Yeah. It's like, he knows my name. Yes. He loves my family. Yep. He's going to babysit Like I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, Phil, Bella Luna, um, Yelp review.
0: I'm not going less than five. Dude, it's it's not just because I like Phil. It's good pizza. The place is clean. I went to use the restroom there yesterday. Clean as a whistle. You could have eaten off the bathroom floor. I wouldn't, but. But you could have. But you could have. Yeah. You know what? You could have eaten off the floor uh, at my house growing up. Do you want to? Let me just tell you. Do you know Why? Why? Because it's so dirty. There's always crumbs and like pieces of food on it. So there's always a good meal there. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's disgusting. That's awful. (laughs) Listen. Sorry, uh, Nana.
1: I want to tell you guys something about Phil. I'm totally joking. My mom's a clean freak, by the way. I want to tell you guys something about Phil. The same time and effort that he gave you and me. I've been there a few times since we went. Yes. He pays that time to all of his customers. He does. He gets it. He speaks to them. He makes eye contact. He talks about what they're into. Yeah. He's very engaging. Yeah, like you give your guy this money. Yes. Yep. Give your money to this guy. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Anyways, make, make it rain. I I go. I give the guy my business. Yeah. My kids love the pizza. It's, it's good fun. pizza. It's a great spot. Anyways, my kids love the pizza. Does that matter? It does matter. Don't kids love all pizza?
2: That's not true. No. No.
1: Hmm. The pizza's very good there. Have you been there
0: yet, Stacey? I
2: have not been there. You
1: haven't seen Phil yet. No. So Listen, get this that. is what I got a slice of cheese because I think that that's how you That's how you judge if it's the judge. Agree. Yeah. So I got <laughs> I got cheese. I've had the pepperoni pizza is very good mm-hmm. there. I've had the margarita. Um he there was like a style that he said he drizzled like he put a, a balsamic yeah, glaze on it. But he had a name for <laughs> Why are you laughing, Stacey?
0: Do you remember Dwayne Smith, our, our Canadian yeah. friend? Do you know he used to call it balsamic? He used to call it balsamic. <laughs> balsamic. Yes. He would call it balsamic. he was that like for <laughs> real. He's from Newfoundland. That's how they
1: pronounce it's Balsamic. Yeah. Yeah. Balsamic. Yeah, yeah, but he'd say balsamic. He it's would like say balsamic. It sounds like a Polish but guy's you're last saying name.
2: Balsamic.
1: That's how he would say it. I'm Frank Balsamic. Nice to meet you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Vote for me it comes <laughs> to the Um Yeah. So we, I had the. Um, I had a Stromboli with um, onions, peppers,
1: and sausage, bro. Ooh.
0: I ate half of it. I, gave the, I came back, to give the other half to Renee. She was here, she's hungry.
1: The uh the sauce is good there, the cheese is good, the cr- the crust. Guys, it's just a good spot, let's yeah. move on. Okay, um, you ready? We started a new segment last week, you guys. <coughs> Here's um, another, we're, we're going, let's get back into it. Okay, here we go. Movies millennials may have missed.
0: These are movies that you might have missed if you are 40 41 and younger through like
1: 20ish what you're talking about is millennials. Yes. Okay. Your people. Our people.
0: Yes. No,
2: don't yes. don't let me in that.
1: Stacy denies being a
0: millennial more than you. We're in the same boat, herna. I, I know. I. No. We
2: are. I drive your boat.
0: Are you more like like your like um character um I'm a boomer. I feel like No, I'm no, 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 but I mean, do you see
1: yourself if, <laughs> do you are you think do you think you're more like me or like Stacy? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to That's not fair how you put me in a corner like that. <laughs> but like you and Stacy like have a certain like vibe that like you guys the way you see things. I have and, connected better with Pastor Stacy than me, than you. And but I think there's a A number of reasons for that. Really? Yeah. I mean, growing up without a dad, I always found it easier to connect with a woman. woman. So even when I first started, like, when I first met you guys and I first started coming to church as a young person, it was easier to talk to her. I can see that. For me, growing up without a
0: dad, it was always easier for me to connect to a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I just, just, I've always had dogs my whole life. That's (laughs) very sad.
1: Uh, sorry for you. Here we go.
0: Movies millennials may have missed. Okay. Um, This is called Antoine Fisher
1: yes antoine fisher have you seen this one i have i've watched it with you but when we first started talking about it um you didn't really remember i it. didn't remember it so let's catch me do up do you remember this one at all i do i
2: do you i think i watched it with you for the first yes. time
1: yes this is one of those movies
0: as a general Xer, i introduced to millennials like you two like it's four. a rite of passage type. yes okay. yeah there's probably 15 20. i have a list on my phone of i think i'm up to like 70 or so uh, in order of the greatest movies of all time, and wow. so there's definitely some in there. It's comprehensive. Though. Yeah. So is Antoine Fisher? Um, Who's starring? Who? Who do we got? Uh, well, here this is what I'm gonna do. This is Robert Ebert's review of Antoine like, Fisher. Uh, Siskel and Ebert? Like yeah. This.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Antoine Fisher is a good sailor, but he has a hair-triggered temper, wow. and it lands him in the office of the base psychiatrist, Doctor Jerome Davenport. He refuses to talk. Davenport says. He can wait. Naval regulations require them to have three sessions of therapy, and the first session doesn't start until Antoine talks. So week after week, Antoine just sits there while the doctor does paperwork until finally they have a conversation. I understand you like to fight. That's okay, my Denzel there? The Denzel Washington.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I understand you like to fight. That's the only way some people learn, but you pay the price for teaching them. This conversation will continue in one form or another until Fisher, who's uh, played by Derek Luke, has returned to the origin of his troubles. And Davenport, of course, is Denzel, has made some discoveries as well. Okay. So this isn't just about the young man, but Denzel's got some stuff going on. Okay. Antoine Fisher, based on the true story of the
1: man who wrote the screenplay. A true story. True story. You appreciate a true story. I know. They're usually the best, aren't they? Sometimes they're not because the endings aren't what you, like, right. aren't pictures. because it's true. It's like, oh, yeah. man, you
0: couldn't even write that because it was so true. Um, is a film that begins with the everyday lives of naval personnel in San Diego or San Diego, as some people might say, and ends with scenes of so true and heartbreaking that tears welled up in my eyes both times I saw the film. He watched it twice. Here's the thing. Warning number one. Okay. This is not the movie to watch with your 10-year-old. Thank you for that. Yes, this is... Um, Uh, This is definitely, um, this takes some post-processing. This is a hard movie to watch. In what way?
1: When you say hard, I mean like, that means
0: like, I don't want to give the movie away, but they wrestle with some of life's most difficult issues. I'll just leave it as that. Okay. And so to, to watch that with the 10 year old, um, and it's pretty graphic at times. Okay. Um, it wouldn't work. The youngest audience I, I showed this to were uh, juniors and seniors in high school. It was my drama team that I used to coach, and um, I sat them down. And I said, "I want you guys." I w- always like to show them movies that like have good acting in it mm. and good story and good dialogue. I mean, these kids are weeping, dude, watching this movie. And by the end of it, dude, like he, Ebert nailed it, dude. Like, if you don't, if you watch this whole movie through and you don't cry at the end of this movie, I don't care who you are. Like, I, man, wow. This, this, it gets me. I could cry right now talking about the end of this movie. It's so powerful. So, anyway, um, I just recommend um, if you're a millennial or not, uh, Gen Z, Generation X, whatever you may be, if you've never seen Antoine Fisher, take some time. Um, I'm pretty sure it is rated R, and there are some things that are in there that are hard to watch, Um, but it is a powerful, powerful story. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Sometimes like I forget my crowd that I'm with. Like I coach baseball, <laughs> and I'm always trying to, like
1: the, not to sound like a pastor when I talk to these kids because none of their parents go to church. I'm just trying to see if it's on any streaming platforms right now. It looks like it's uh paid to watch on um all platforms right now. Okay. So well, that's very nice of you, but I you looked it, that up for people. I think it's gonna. I think
0: it. You know what, dude? Here's the deal. From I bet you on Amazon. For Prime, I bet you get it for $5 and get the Blu-ray and own it. And own it. Yeah, I've been and doing it lately. I bought Ferris Bueller's Day off the other
1: day. And you're saying that it's worth the own.
0: Yeah. Antoine Fisher? Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, here we go. One other thing. Um, we have another segment today. You guys excited? Yes. Stacey, are you excited? I am. Do you remember Antoine Fisher at all? I do
2: remember Antoine Fisher. Yes, I okay. do. Did you cry? Um, You know, <clears throat> I think it's a great movie for... I think it's a great movie... To really shed light on um, what men think about and go through, mm. well, and basically gives them the freedom to say, you know what, I have those kinds of feelings. Right. Mm. Um. So I think I totally recommend this for men to watch.
0: Okay. Um. The young man in the movie that Derek Luke played, uh, obviously Antoine Fisher. Um. I fell in love with that character more so than most characters in movies. Yeah, you've related to him very well. Is not even so much is, related because like? he's got his story a lot different from mine, so it's not so much I like related. No, but I'm saying like, like
1: you, I'm, he was a very relatable character. Like there was something you felt. Well, he was very real and authentic. Okay, like watching this kid. I
0: mean, he was unbelievable, but. I just, man, I wanted to be his friend. Like, yeah. I wanted to do life with him. Like, I wanted to be there for him because of what he was going through. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, he, he pulls your heart out of your chest, man. It's, it's
1: so. I need cool. to watch it.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, we have something great to read to you today. This we is- have another segment
1: of nice news. I love this segment. All right, here we go. Check this one out. This is nice. Okay. Because it's nice news. And this is what we need in our world right now, because oh, we're getting a lot of bad news lately. A lot
0: of horrid, horrid news.
1: Let's go. One of Britain's last remaining
0: Dunkirk veterans still walks a mile every day after celebrating his 105th birthday. Dude is walking a mile and he's a hundred and five. in five. Wow. You, to, do you, you guys know Dunkirk is, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, John Hamilton. There was a movie about that, too. There was a movie about that. Christopher um, Nolan. John Hamilton said the secret to staying young was keeping fit. And despite not living in a care home, now living in a care home, he continues to live an active lifestyle. To wit, the retired army major and great grandfather spends 90 minutes in the gym daily. Let's go. Come and on. smashed the world rowing record for 1,000 meter time trial at 95 years old.
2: Do we have he a picture?
1: beat the record? I do have a picture. Do we have a picture? This is him right there working out.
2: Whoa. He, he looks
1: look, great. He looks He's great. Younger. He does not look like
2: 105.
1: Mm. Um, did, no way.
0: I feel good, but it's confusing. I'm I'm so full of life and almost waiting for something to go wrong, Hamilton said. Oh. The key to a long life is exercising. It makes you physically well, but is mentally stimulating, too. I know this because sometimes Stacey will say when like I'm doing something I shouldn't. You're being you know irritable. Like, um, being irritable. you know. She'll say, when's the last time you went to the gym, right? So Like like that? That's how I hear it. Oh, you like probably, that. it's probably more yeah, like... I, I don't... It's, it's probably more like, hi, honey, I love you. When
2: is the last time you happened to, go to the gym? Or it could be, you're a little irritable right now. When's the last time you went to the gym?
0: John was a keen sportsman and regularly
1: played cricket, rugby, golf, tennis, squash. How do he play squash? Oh, it's like racquetball, but it doesn't bounce. That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and polo. <laughs> like, way. that's on a horse, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, during and around his 25-year career in the Royal Army. During World War II, he, like so, so many others, was stranded on the beach of Dunkirk, France, in 1940 with his unit, the First King's Dragoon Guards. Cool. That's a cool name. I bet their patch looks awesome. Yeah. Um, they were rescued in one of the more memorable operations for the British when dozens of civilian industrial recreational ships crossed. You guys know about that. He met his wife that same year, sheltering under a storm huh. in London's Hyde Park. Was it, was it Make possible, a movie about this guy. Was it possible for like men of this generation to not have like romantic ways they met their wives? Like these guys were just men. They were just out there. Like he's well, protecting countries, saving, yeah. saving people. He eventually retired at the age of 39, having served in Palestine, Jordan, and Germany. Hamilton now lives in a bungalow on the grounds of a nursing home where he is regularly visited by a caretaker as well as friends and family. But apart from that, he is entirely self-sufficient and still walks a mile a day to keep fit. Dude's 105. I gave up smoking my pipe six months ago because I want to buy some tobacco from the shop, but I lost it. He said, explaining his state of health. Well, I took it as a sign to quit. And after that, I feel better. I'm at this, that's an accent. It's not working right now. I can't. Anyway, um, <laughs> I feel better without it. After rowing, I used to gasp for air. But now I, I'm full of breath. The sire. That's cool. Am I a sire? I'm a sire, right? Because I have kids. Is not that what that is? That's I what guess. that means. The sire of three children, eight grandchildren, and ten great-grandchildren, he nevertheless continues drinking a glass of wine every other night.
2: Can I say something? I think you should. I think we missed that more than exercise, living to 105, is that he married the love of his life. He married the right woman. Mm. And so to live to 105, to exercise, and then have the right person in your life...
0: You know it's interesting. The article doesn't say when she died. Most people die like in their like seventies and eighties, right? Right. So he's probably been without his wife for thirty or forty years. That's wild. That's wild. That's a whole other life. Right. Um, af- as is, I'm sorry. As part of his one hundred fifth birthday celebrations, Hamilton's former school, Clifton College, flew a flag in his honor, while other members of his regiment were present.
1: There's other people that are still alive from his team. Uh, (laughs) that's amazing members of his regiment that's Um, amazing maybe that's it this is nice news and not nice thank you for sharing that
0: may the fourth be with us all
1: amen (laughs) well today um i thought it would be really good i'm a young man i can still say that right i can still say that if i can still say it you can still say it (laughs) (laughs) just pouring a nice cold glass of water here yep crushing my water today by the way i'm proud of you man Just chug a lug there you go keep going There it is. (laughs) Today, um, I thought it would be really cool if we could talk about some leadership lessons that we've learned from unusual places. Yeah. Very
0: interesting and nuanced.
1: Yeah. This is not a segment. This is like an action. This is the, here's the meat of today's episode. Um, So um, you have made a list and I've helped a little bit, but you chimed in for sure. Yeah. I chimed in. You did some legwork on this one. Mm -hmm. Why don't you take us to um, a, a leadership lesson right now? Yeah, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of these.
0: Okay. Um, How many are Star Wars? We'll see. Okay. Because um, it is May the Fourth. I just wanted to know if
1: they're like. Are oh they yeah, all? yeah. The
0: correlation there. Um, Sorry. You know the the thing is, is that these are like lessons that like you might have just picked up in unusual places. Okay. Right. This is not like I read a Macar- MacArthur. No, what's the guy's name?
1: Dr. Seuss.
0: Yes. It's not like I read a Seuss book on leadership and these are like the things that, this is like living life or watching movies or whatever. You're like, oh dude, that's good stuff. Wild. So the first thing is this, um, I, 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 we started going to a, a new gym um, because it's $9.99 a month, as opposed to $30 a month. Um, but this gym, I think because it's only $9.99 a month, tries to make up some ends in other ways. So like every
1: time you walk through the door of this place, <laughs> (laughs) They're trying to get you to sign up for something. You know when you like look up a um, recipe on Pinterest or something and you have to like click into it? Yeah. And and you're just like slapped in the face with like all those ads. Yeah. This is how that place feels. (laughs) But in real life. I've got my little, my little
0: fob. I want to just zap in and go. Right. right? Um, (laughs) But it's like, there's always somebody there. And there's one dude and I was just like having one of those days like, I need, I need to get in the gym. I need to work out. And I'm in. I'm on a time, and this guy's like, "Hey, can I talk to you about?" It? I'm like, "Nah, bro. I'm like, I'm good. Seriously, man. Like, I'm, you know." And so I just keep work, you know, keep walking. But then I felt bad. I felt guilty. I went okay. back to the guy and I was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to be rude when you were like, just like every time I come he's like I'm sorry, dude. I was trying to give you something for free." So he got like, he was like, still mad oh, at me. Oh no! But the point is this, this man, you you can't have a business. Where you just get spammed constantly. I mean, we get spammed on our phones. We get spammed everywhere. You walk into Home Depot. They're trying to sell you windows, right? Yeah. Everywhere you go. And as a church, as a pastor, like that's what I, I don't want that also on a Sunday morning. Okay. You know, you got Kids World raising money for this and Youth the money for this and Missions Teams raising money. So you walk through the door and everybody's just hitting you up. Right. And I just think that like there's a, there's a way to do it. You know what I mean? There's a way to sell things without making people feel uncomfortable.
1: Let's start spamming high fives.
0: Yeah, or side hugs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the, the leadership lesson here is don't be that guy.
0: Well, just yeah, I mean, just don't spam people. Okay. I mean, even us, we send one email out a week as a church. Right. Occasionally, if something is big enough, um, we'll, we'll send a, a, another email specifically just about that. That happens maybe about once every six weeks or so. Okay. Um, but people just don't like having the, the pressure of stuff coming at them all the right. time. Right.
1: I don't like to make a split-second decision either.
0: R- or feel, like, guilty. Right. Because you're not, like, some kid's like, oh, would you sponsor me for my jog Help me. Whatever. And it's just like, no, kid. Beat it. You know? Like, you're like, okay, here's it's $10 good. You know? like you feel, right. You're not doing it at a, at a, as a cheerful giver. You know what right. I'm saying? You're doing it because you feel like people are staring you. Were cornered. At you. Yeah. are
1: cornered. Yeah. Any thoughts
0: on this, Stace? No.
2: I, I agree 100%. Like... For a, for me to walk into a gym, I want to decompress. Right. Um, I want to clear my mind. And so if I'm walking into a place and I'm already bombarded, I was already bombarded outside the doors. I want this space to kind of be free from that. Right. So right. I would totally say, hey, man, no, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If it was not ninety nine a month, <laughs> I would probably go somewhere else. Seriously. Like, Publix does it, too. They let like the Girl Scouts, you know, set up or, like, mm-hmm. baseball all-star teams or whatever. But that's fine because that's only that's only once in a while. You know right. what I mean? It's not like e- if I knew every time I was going to the grocery store, there's going to be people asking for money up front, I will go to a different grocery store. Yeah. But occasionally it's nice. I like to support the kids in the community and different for things, sure. which is yeah. cool. But... All righty. Uh, next thing is this. Um, uh, have you guys ever watched The Office before? You guys Office fans?
1: Have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have a character on the show. His name is Michael Scott. I just feel like more people know about who Michael Scott is than they do about Star Wars. It depends on the people. Millennials, probably yes.
0: Um, Michael Scott is—he's uh, a great boss. He has a mug that sits on his desk. This is world's greatest boss, yep, played by Steve Carell. Yep, he bought that mug for himself. <laughs> I believe he did. <laughs> he did. Um, and th- there's a lot to learn from Steve. <laughs> there's a lot to learn from Michael Scott. Um, most of it is probably not what he intends, right? It's usually the opposite of something he does. The, you know the thing of it is?
1: It's his heart. I know. Bro, his heart is he there. Genuinely cares for people. He cares for his his team and his <laughs> he wishes so bad that they bought him that mug.
0: So here's the thing. I think for Michael Scott, one of the things I've learned along the lines, and Michael Scott did a good job of showing this, um, have fun with your team. Okay. If you're not like laughing at your staff meeting from time to time, if you're not. Being silly and just occasionally, you know what I'm saying? It can't just all be serious. It can't just all be work. When you're leading a team, you got to have some fun. Right. You know what I mean, I think that was one thing Michael Scott did a lot, you know, when they're all. Now, he always did it when they're like busy and they're working and stuff. And, <laughs> all right, nobody stop. We're going to do this. You know, that kind of a thing. But, um,
1: but have fun, right? Have yeah. fun important. I think that's a huge, a huge thing. And I think sometimes when you're so focused on whatever the task is or whatever your job requirement is, you get that tunnel vision. And you you do a really good job of like stirring the pot when I in feel a like, good way. Yeah, you yeah. like. I feel like you have a good pulse on like. Oh man, the water is getting a little too hot in here. Yeah, we gotta stir this. So we don't burn the bottom here. Right. And and I there are times when you do that. I was like, bro, stop! Like, I need to finish this. Yeah. And you're like, no, we're having a nerf battle right now. Right. And I'm like, okay. Stapping is going to be in the park. Oh, you God. hate those days. Yeah, but then when we come out of it, I was like, yeah. So it was that was, that was yeah. we needed that again. <laughs> Say Stacey, anything add to that or no you good? No, I'm good.
0: Um <laughs> so um if you grew up in Florida at all uh you probably had the Publix like chicken deal for dinner, the family dinner. The family dinner probably once or twice a week for like <laughs> 20 years or whatever, right? It was that it was definitely a meal time offering. Yes. Did you guys eat that at all? I know like you're
2: The first time I ever had the Publix meal was when we got married.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: There's a lot of firsts.
0: So is this, would you say is a Puerto Rican thing that like you guys are like, I don't want that chicken from Publix. like?
2: Well, my family didn't grow up purchasing food, like quick food. My mom was always cooking.
1: Always. That's all she ever did. (laughs) My grandma and great grandma too. Like it was always a cooked meal. Always a cooked meal. I just remember my great grandma was in the kitchen from the start of the morning throughout the whole day. It's like. Isn't that awesome, though? It always smelled very good in
0: the <laughs> house. Okay, so here's the deal. Publix now has, for 27 dollars it was $25.99, okay. like, three months ago. But you get um, 12 of their chicken tenders, by the way.
1: Or a rotisserie chicken. Or rotisserie okay. chicken,
0: or the fried chicken. Okay. Um, but by the way, if you've never had Publix fried chicken, bro. Like,
2: it is the best.
0: It is. Especially as far as grocery stores go. It is the best grocery store fried chicken ever. Anyway, so they twenty seven ninety nine. you get a bunch of chicken, and then you get two sides, and you get King's Hawaiian bread. When you say sides, is it like the hot box sides, yeah. or is it like on the cold side? Like I think you can do either, but I, and I'm and not getting cold me. stuff. Right, okay. So they have like the um, the Gouda macaroni and cheese. Yeah. It's pretty good, bro. For Again, for, for grocery yeah. store. And then they have collard greens, which okay. are good. Um, my kids don't like those. And onion rings, and just different things. So you get some chicken, some sides, King's Hawaiian roll. And then two sauces. Okay. But here's the deal: they just kind of give it all to you, and all these things have individual barcodes on them. It's a mess. But the chicken has the the 27.99 sticker on it. So like when you go up to check out, they've never like trained their people.
1: Oh man. Have you guys experienced this, Publix? No, I I don't. Publix is a Chick Fil A of grocery stores. I agree. It is. And so we yeah. shopping
0: is a pleasure, right? Yeah. My pleasure. And so every time it's like a little stressful to like get the chicken meal. Cause like literally yesterday I got it and I, or two days ago and I separated it from all my other groceries. And she's like, Oh, these separate orders I was like, no, that's the same order. I just want you to know this stuff all falls under here. And so here's the thing. I don't know why Publix hasn't created some kind of a box that everything goes in and you close it up and it's 2799. It's one big thing. You scan it and go. Right. Right. I have said this to the deli person. Okay. I've said this to the bakery person. Kindly. Kindly. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be a lot easier if you just, you know, okay. to the um, the person checking me out. I got lots of people checking me out, right? Gross. So, <laughs> so when, I, when I go to get checked out, I always tell them, the checkout person, um, I've told managers. And it just falls on deaf ears. And so now every time I go to Publix, I still have seven different things that are just spread out. So here's the leadership lesson. You have to have a legit place for feedback from from your customers. Okay. And you have to listen to it. I have no I brought it to a manager's attention like, oh, okay, like I could tell I was they don't really care. But I just think as a leader, like you have to be able to receive real feedback of what's happening on the ground, whether you are a massive organization or a tiny organization, right? right? A lot of massive organizations get so big and they stop talking to the people and they start to have issues. Right. So that's kind of a big deal, man. Um, but have a place where you can give feedback.
1: That's good, man.
2: Can I speak into that? Oh, Please.
1: let's go. Please. That's yeah. why you're here today.
2: I think, um, it's hard for leaders to receive feedback because they're an insecure leader. Oh. So if you have someone in position that is insecure, they cannot. No matter how much you tell them, it'd be great to have a box with one barcode.
1: Right.
0: They
2: cannot receive that. Right. Because the insecurity blocks that.
0: Interesting. Um, Number four today. Thank you for sharing, Stacy. When the movie Frozen came out on Blu-ray, my kids were like. No, Frozen Two. I think it was. It was Frozen Two. Okay. It was one of the Frozens. It's probably Frozen One because no one buys Blu-rays anymore. <laughs> well, I do. I just said ten minutes ago, go to Amazon and get Antoine Fisher on Blu-ray. I literally just. You said have it. a Blu-ray player at your house? Yes, I have two, and I used it the other day. Interesting. Why am I gonna, bro? There's seventeen thousand places to watch movies now. Like, I want to watch Bueller's Ferris- Day Off. I want to watch Fer- I, I want to watch it when I want to watch it. Okay, but you can own a digital copy of it. Right, but then where does that go? on your account. I don't want it on my account because what if I close that account one day? Because okay. I physically own it. He
2: that's, writes on paper.
0: And f- that's fantastic for so. you. I have a stack of about 40 Christmas movies. You know why? Because when it's Christmas time, I want to watch them. Okay, okay. I don't want to go to Paramount Plus and, and spend $9.99 a month just to watch you know Bing Crosby sing something. I got Bing Crosby. I watch it whenever I want. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> so I want to go I want to go buy the Blu-ray because my kids love Frozen. And it was frozen outside. It was Virginia. It was freezing. It was cold. And um, Stacy went to go do something. And I said, well, I'll just I'll try Target and then I'll just walk around the Best Buy and Target doesn't have it. So I, it was like flew, flew off the shelves. It was gone at Target. So now it's cold. There's like, fro- like freezing rain coming down. Okay. Like, oh, man, I gotta like walk over to this place. Let me just call them. That sounds like a good idea. Let me just call Best Buy to make sure, oh, we have this in stock before I walk all the way over there. And maybe slip and fall. Whatever. Freeze my tail off. Um, And so I call them. Okay. And it goes right to like, oh, for one, Geek Squad, press two. For, you know, this, press three. They started with like the things too that like you're least calling about. You know, for refrigerators, press one. You know, for a laptop battery, you know, <laughs> batteries, for a press new phone two. Case for, and, yeah, for a new phone case that's green, press three. I'm like, are you kidding me? And it got, and I just listened for like hundreds of things. And so I kept pressing zero. Representative. Representative. <laughs> zero. Help me now. Representative. I'm getting
2: triggered right <laughs> now. Zero. <laughs> I am getting triggered right and
0: now. And so I was like, oh, I'll just start walking. And I literally walked. If you remember the Gainesville Target, I literally walked all the way around to Best Buy, which is a long walk. It's probably a four block walk, right? Yeah. On the phone the whole time representative pushing this trying to get like somebody Wow, your blood is boiling <laughs> I walked there. in there I'm on the phone <laughs> did you scream is anybody I, here I didn't because I'm not that guy okay. I'm not I'm not like I'm not that bad but um but I just I, I hung up my phone went to the person and I said you guys have frozen you're like um, oh yeah we have, you know we have it over here I was like oh thank you I said hey just maybe an idea I don't know maybe like maybe consider answering your phone the reason all these stores are closing all over the country right now is because people aren't shopping here anymore. They're shopping on Amazon and digital places and all that. You have an advantage over Amazon. You literally have a storefront.
2: So you're telling the cashier this. That
1: probably... Yeah. They're here, there's two problems on this There's one. several problems. <laughs> one... They don't have a feedback a s- loop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like All these places are closing... Right, answer your phone, guys. Answer your phone. Come on, Ricky. She's probably 17.
1: It's not the point.
2: 12.50 an it's, hour. It's not her fault. She can't do anything. It's
1: the manager's fault. Absolutely. So you, like, okay. It's um, just ringing though. Just pick it up. It's right next to your, right. to your station.
0: Yeah. Do you have frozen? No, we don't. Thank you. You just saved me a 12-minute walk in the snow, right? <laughs> it's not hard. So anyway, answer the phone. I think businesses, uh, places,
1: churches, anybody that doesn't answer the phone um, need to figure that out. A- and not just businesses. If you're my friend and I call you, answer your phone. Yeah. Sorry. I FaceTime. You always FaceTime. I'm not a great texter. I don't call very well. But when you do hear from me, you're seeing me at the same time. Yeah. You're good at sharing reels, too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. So here we go. Um, The next one is this. um, Pay the fine. Yes. This is a great, great leadership. Um, Michael Jordan, who is the greatest basketball player of all time. Is different than Michael Scott? Different from Michael Scott. Um, He um, came out with some shoes. They're pretty popular now. Yeah. They're called Jordans. Some people can call them Jays. Yes. So um, he had these shoes and got his his little icon of him, like dunking a basketball. Right. It's the most iconic logo in shoe history. Do you know, real just fun fact... Stacy wanted to save us a few dollars for school shoes this year. Don't do this. And she got she got shoes from Walmart. And you know what the little icon was? It was somebody getting dunked on. You're lying. <laughs> no, I'm not. I didn't. You bought you. You even called me as like, baby. I did something that I can't believe I did. This was... I, I bought knockoff Jordans from Walmart. Yes, you did. Babe. No and really... it was a guy
1: getting dunked no. on. No, that's... <laughs> it's Shaquille O'Neal. No, there this was shoes.
2: three years ago. This was not three it years ago. It was three years oh, ago. Here we are. It was three years ago and I wanted some outdoor play shoes. That's all that was, for the so kids. I didn't care. Mama,
0: you got these for their brand new school year at their new school this year. Yes, you did. And they were getting dumped. They were getting dumped <laughs> on. I...
1: These are the Jordan twos. Yeah. No, Jordan twos. I would are nice. never so oh, that's
0: a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Jordan Jordan threes are one of my favorites. But anyway. <laughs> um, pay the fine. So Jordan came out with these shoes and he wanted to wear them on the basketball court because why not? They're his shoes. there's, there's Tens of thousands of people, a 20, 30,000 people in the arena, plus the TV market and all that stuff. And they said, no, you're not allowed to wear those. So they said, well, what are you going to do if I wear them? We're going to fine you. <laughs> and the fine, he's like, how much is the fine? The fine was a hundred dollars a game, a hundred or 200 something like that. And he's thinking that's one pair of shoes. So they said, I'm going to wear, he's going to, I'm going to wear my shoes and I'm going to pay the fine. Right. And so that's what he did. Every time he laced up his shoes, he paid
1: a hundred dollar fine. Meanwhile, he's selling thousands of shoes. Right. It's probably one of the most popular shoe brand. Like No, it is. It's the most popular out of all of the shoes. By far. When you walk into a sneaker shop, there is a Jordan Wall.
0: Like, just a wall of Jordan shoes. There's no Kobe Wall. There's there's no... Who are the other great players of all time?
1: Allen Iverson. Uh, Allen
0: Iverson Wall. There's no Wilt Chamberlain Wall. Right. Um, who are the other like famous basketball players? Isn't there like time?
1: a Steph Curry shoe or no? Is that not a... Yeah, his that's no, du- ugly. Durant's? Kevin Durant.
2: The, our daughter owns the Kevin Durant shoe, and it's hideous. Yeah. It's pretty bad.
1: So so the concept here is pay the fine. Like, okay, unpack that for, like, uh, for an everyday person. I, yeah. I have a team of people or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of different ways it could be unpacked. But, I mean, like, let's say you owe, open a, a new pizza shop, Bella Luna, right? Okay,
1: we talked about Bella.
0: Yeah, and um, and he has some, like, yard signs that he wants to pop on the street. And they may say, well, if you do that, you're going to be... Fine $50. You know what I'm saying? He might say, well, I'm just going to put it up there because it's going to be probably be up there a few days and I'll just get fined $50. But meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of cars will drive by my sign. Pay the fine. You pay the fine. And what, what illustrations would you guys might have for
1: that? I'm trying to think of a good one right now, but we've used this in the church world a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of a, an application where we did. I know we've we've definitely thrown the like just pay the fine. We've, right. we've thrown that term around. Right. I'm just trying to think of a recent time that we've we've used that, and I'm drawing a blank here.
2: Well, I live by the I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. So if I believe in something and I'm like I'm I'm just gonna do it, ask for forgiveness later.
1: Unless you're gonna go to jail for it,
2: then I don't want to go to jail.
1: Right. Uh,
0: one, two, three, four, five. Number six.
1: Um, Ooh. This one.
0: Yeah. So. Sorry. When I was in youth ministry. Oh okay. This is messy. This one's messy. When I was in youth ministry. I uh, had um a young girl, young girl by I mean twenties. So I'm like when I'm I'm forty five now, so when I okay. say young girl, I'm not talking about an eight-year-old, I'm talking about someone like, like twenty-nine, right? Because gotcha. where I'm at in life. Um this girl uh worked for us and she was cutting like hundreds of invite, cards, invite or cards or something. Um but the line was crooked.
1: And you could see the white. She wasn't cutting where the bleed was.
0: Right. Yeah. Um and so I remember saying to her, Hey, we need to like cut these straight. And she said to me, Um, oh, it's just youth ministry. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I was, man, (laughs) I was livid. To give people context, we were, all three of us were a part of a youth ministry. It was, it was two to 300 kids. I mean, we took, when we did mission trips, we took dozens of kids on mission trips. Right. We took kids, when we took them to like this National Fine Arts Festival thing that we did. Hundreds. We, like over a hundred. I think yeah. our biggest was 150 kids one time. So like this is a very significant ministry. This isn't just a, there's two or three kids showing up.
1: And even if it was just two or three kids that showing up. That paper is going to be cut so straight. Yes, absolutely. Because Why? Because we care about people. Because excellence. Excellence matters. It doesn't matter if it's for an audience of one. Right. We're going to do our very, very best. Right. And we have a machine that cut this stuff. Right. You. Can't, I don't even know how you messed this up. Right. You probably printed it crooked or something. Not, Not you, but... Even if you did.
0: Um. So, and she went on to say the word just a couple times. And each time I corrected her very gently. I was like, hey, you know, I, I don't like that word just. I, these kids are important to me. Um let's let's do the best we can for them. Right. By like the third time I was like, look at me. You're just fired. <laughs> yeah, I went you like this is just a job, right? <laughs> I got no, I got Robert De Niro on her like nicely, you know. And I was best like way. I said, look at me. Look at me. Look at my face. Yeah, look at me. We don't use the word just anymore, okay? Capiche? Just I hate that word just. Stacey you got anything on that? Just
2: No, I think people that struggle with that, um, it, it comes from a deeper place. Maybe they don't feel like mm. they're valued, mm. right? Or they bring a certain value to the table so everything is a just. Right. Um,
0: or maybe they look down on people.
2: Or they look down on people. It could be a slew of things, you know?
0: For me, I just interpreted that she didn't value our teenagers the same way I did. It's a preemptive
1: um, way of excusing poor behavior. Hmm. When you say, well, I'm just going to do that. Yeah, I'm just. just like, that's a, that's reactive. Yeah. A good leader is proactive. You're going to make right. a good decision early on. Yeah. And I don't say, well, oh, I just did this. Like I chose to do it this way right. because X, Y, Z. Yeah. When you use just, you're, you're already saying like, I'm falling this. I've, I fell beside the, whatever the, the mark of excellence was. Hmm. It's reactive instead of proactive. Uh, Number seven, your job
0: is to do what the boss asks. Yes. Now, asterisk or like warning to this. Obviously, we're not talking about if you're in an abusive situation, uh, you're being manipulated, like that kind of thing. But I'm saying when it comes to like, your job is to do what, not just what is in your job description, but like your job is to do what needs to happen. I learned this when I was working at Mama's Pizza. I'm pretty sure these were all uh, this family was all connected to the mafia.
1: That's really cool.
0: Um, no, it was. Like, they had brothers and stuff, and the brothers were they were cool. They're like all thick gold chains. All that. Yeah, the yeah, shirts yeah, were yeah. like open at the top. Yeah. Uh, yes. So their the servers. Was, yeah. Oh yeah. They their had, hair was slicked back. The guys in the in the that were cooking had like white beaters and like you know, um, aprons over top. That kind That's of a thing. Funny. Anyway, um, I was a busboy, and I was hired to bus tables. Okay. I don't take orders. I clean up when the, when the mess is done, and at the end of the shift, I get a cut from the servers. Um if you did a good job. If I well, no, you get a cut of the that's that's part of your pay. So I get a cut of their, their pay, their their tips, I'm sorry. Um, you know, so I would bust tables, I'd clean tables, I'd take stuff back to the to the dishwasher. Um, I would sometimes, if someone grabs me, hey young man, can you get me a you know, a coke? Absolutely, I got you, sir, you know, that kind of a thing. So I I I'd be around, that kind of a deal. Well, one time it was really slow. Now keep in mind. Here's my argument to this, Why I still kind of have a little pushback to it. No. I was making two fifteen dollars an hour. Okay. So you you make, and that's not because it was like 1950s or something. Like that was, you made two fifteen dollars an hour, but it Close all, tips. the tips is what brought it up to $10 an hour or whatever. Um, it was really slow. And I'm like, I don't want to be here, man. It's two fifteen dollars an hour. There's not a lot of people here. And this guy says, hey, Kevin, come here. I want you to come in the kitchen for a minute, huh? So I said, okay. He's like, all right, look at me. This is what I need you to do. I need you to take these, these dough balls right here. and need to roll them out real nice. Then you squash them. And you're going to put some cellophane over top of them. We're going to pop them in the freezer, okay? And I said, uh, oh, no, that's that's not my job. No, you did not. That is exactly what I said. To a mafia boss? Probably.
1: You're and, lucky
0: you have all your fingers. But it wasn't... I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I was like, that's not my job. It wasn't, like, it wasn't rebellious. It was like, in my mind, like, oh, no, that's not my job. So I was like, no, that's not my job. And he goes, what'd you say? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I said... Well, that's that's not what I, that's, that's that's not my job. That's not what I get paid to do. And he goes, "Look at me, your job is to do whatever I tell you to do." You hear me? And I said, "Okay." He says, "Now, grab dough balls, squish them, put some cellophane, <laughs> toss some cellophane on top, <laughs> and put them in the freezer." Or I'm gonna put you in the freezer, okay? He did, he didn't say, <laughs> he
2: didn't say that, that last part, but that <laughs> would have been awesome,
0: right? <laughs> yes, sir. But it's um, but it's true because, and I didn't last much longer at that job. You didn't deserve to
1: be there much longer.
0: I wasn't there much longer. No. But had I shown the effort, even though it was only 2.15 an hour, like, yeah, whatever you need, man, I got you.
1: You might have been putting bodies in a trunk (laughs) later (laughs) Later that night. Get a call at like 10 o'clock. Hey,
0: Kevin, (laughs) I got something else for you to do here. It's a little little different from rolling dough balls, but uh, you know. Um, No, but like the point though is that now that I've been in the position of leadership, of hiring people, of all of that um i'm looking for people with initiative people that are willing to do what we got to do to get the job done i don't look for clock roaches, you know oh it's 4 59 i'm sorry i gotta leave like no like i want to respect your time and if it's five o'clock most days you're getting out of here but like if we just got a shipment come in for like you know some big event or something and you're gonna just leave right like no spend an extra 20 minutes to us get the stuff in the door or whatever it may be uh so for me the whole like your job is to do what the boss asked to do right right so that was kind of an unusual place for me to learn that lesson at a very young age yeah,
1: I think a. Um, I think in all the work that we do, it comes down to people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what industry you're in; it all comes down to people, right? And if you put people first, the stance a good leader will take is to serve well. Right. And so that means if I'm the, if I'm the owner of Bella Lunas. Right. I want to make sure that my customer is cared for. Absolutely. My establishment is clean. I want to make sure that ev- everything, like your drink is not topped off because my server is helping. It's busy. I'm going to walk over. That's not my job. I'm going to walk over. I'm going I'm to yeah. check the drink. I'm going to clear that table. Absolutely. I'm going to help out. I'm going to serve mm-hmm. my staff. I'm going to serve my community. It's, right. It's all that. It's like the position of your heart. It's right. really, really what it boils down to. You were just a little punk kid. Right. And you're like, I'm making 215 and there's like not a soul in this place. Right. I, it's it's interesting to me that you said that that's not my job because, like, at least you would have had something to do instead of just like waiting around. Yeah, I guess it was just, and I get, and like, there's
0: also a part of me that gets it. Right. Like, dude, you're only paying me 2 15 an hour if there's no tips involved. That That's not a lot of money. That's almost right. like like abuse to a teenager. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, child labor. So right. it's got to be broken here. Uh, you got to be breaking some laws there. But
2: I think also it's important for bosses. Um, to be the kind of boss we want to follow, right? So you know, if you have an abusive boss, if you have a boundaryless boss, you know, I need you to stay here. We've had right. shipments every day right. past five o'clock. I don't think that's good either. I think to say no, I'm not going to do that. That's not my job. Yeah, is is appropriate in certain situations if you have a boss that doesn't sell the vision properly.
0: Yeah, know? here's the thing. I think looking back on it, I think had I done it. And it's got the $215 an hour, whatever it was. Yes, boss, whatever you need, I got you. I honestly believe at the end of that shift, he would have pulled out of one of those wads of money. This had like $10,0, $100. Grand, and he would have said, Look, I know you don't get paid a lot of, for to do this, but I appreciate you. Boom, here's 220s or something like that. I would have been like, whoa. So, dude, let's go back and time I know Let's waste your time machine. Um may the fourth be with us. And also with you. Um Amen. The next one comes from Star Wars. Dun. I'm just going to talk to you for a moment like you don't know what happened. But there's a the main character of Star Wars, the the, the the person that Star Wars ultimately is all about. Yes. His name is Anakin Skywalker. And he was to be the greatest of all time. He was the chosen one. And he was part of a Jedi Council. The Jedi Council had very rigid rules. Yes. And so Anakin was really struggling. But because of how rigid everything was... He found somebody else that would listen to him and pay attention to him. Hmm. This person now flat out manipulated him and, and ultimately was evil as mess. Was evil as mess, but this person ultimately made Anakin leave where he leave his destiny and his journey and his purpose to go somewhere else. Hmm. Because if you don't love your people, someone else will. Dang. Love is not one of the attributes of the Jedi Order. Because when we love people, there's the possibility of getting hurt, which then can lead to anger and fear, which are parts of the dark side in in the Star Wars movies. Right. But I have seen this happen so many times, whether it's in the church world, going back to Phil over at Bella Lunas, right? He's going to love people. He's going to respect people. If Phil just treated them poorly, people wouldn't come back. Right. You know, in the church, if we're not doing our, our part to really love people and welcome people and call people and text back. Um, Man, I heard you, you you lost a relative, right? If we're not, we would call it pastoring people, but if we don't love people, somebody else will love your person, your people. It happens in marriage and relationships I was just
2: going to say, that is a marriage tip right there. Right. It's a, it's hard to hear, but this is something that happens in marriage all the time. When we don't love each other well, man, there's always someone out there that can do a better job. Right. Temporarily.
1: Now, if you have never watched Star Wars, spoiler, but this movie came out in the '70s, so like, mm-hmm. also <laughs> get with the picture. Right, you've had your time, your chance. Anakin goes to this other place to find love because the Jedi Order wasn't loving him or respecting him anymore, and Anakin ultimately ends up turning into the greatest villain of all time, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. I said this to somebody the other day. Like, wait, Anakin was Darth Vader. I was like, who? Are you okay? Was it Ava, the no. daughter? No, it was your five year old? The grown man here. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, turns into Darth Vader, and it's just like it's really sad to see. Like, if you don't love your people, somebody else will. That. That doesn't mean that like. They're gonna be better off either. No, not at all. Like, you're letting you're letting somebody slip through the cracks. Yep. For them to maybe be affirmed or feel a certain way, but that might not be the right thing for them. Right. And so they, what they needed from you was like understanding and patience and guidance. Yeah. Like had the Jedi order said, Oh, Padawan Anakin, let me explain to you what's going on here. Here's the why behind all of this. And I know you're feeling all this. Like it's a pretty intricate story that was happening here. Right. Had they taken the time, maybe we wouldn't have seen this. And I'm glad that he, I'm glad he went to the dark side because it really made great tension for the rest of the (laughs) franchise but absolutely um, great conflict yeah so, there I'm, was another there, can we, there was one more. There's like a bonus one for
0: Star Wars. For Star Wars. Well, let's do that cuz I'm going to skip number 9. Okay. Uh, looking at it some more, it feels a little subtweety. Okay, let's not do I, it. I'm just going to cut it. We're better than that. We're better than that. We're trying to be. We're trying to be. We're trying okay. to be less judgmental. Yeah. We're trying to be good men. Good
2: for yeah. you guys. Thank, Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you, proud of you. Thank I you for seeing us. Thank you. I see
0: you. Yes. Let me tell you, it's not easy for Enneagram 8s to not be judgmental. Alrighty. So, let's try, so. okay. Listen.
1: Okay, so a little later on, Right, right. Once, once, Vader, once he became Vader. He became Vader. You find Anakin. I want to still call him Anakin at this moment. He hasn't like, he he's not yeah. full send. Obi-Wan's Obi- 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 still calling him Anakin. Yeah. You find Anakin on this planet called Mustafar, mm-hmm. which is very resemblance of like hell. Yes, it's a hot very lava so. planet. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. And who better than anybody to be with him in the hottest moment of his life than his best friend. His mentor. His mentor, who is Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And there's this great lightsaber duel and they're just going at it and they're like trying to like get through some conflict and and all this stuff, like through dialogue while they're having this epic duel. It's voted it the greatest greatest lightsaber duel of all time, by the way. I, I agree yeah. with that, even though that was a bunch of years ago. Anyways, right. something happens and uh Obi-Wan Kenobi does this really cool backflip. Right. And ends up on, um, they get off this like floating magma rock that's on lava and he ends up on this this higher ground and Anakin is approaching him still wanting to like fight right. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's like, Anakin, stop. You lost. You lost. He calls him brother. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's no longer like, right. like uh, leader to student. He's right. like saying like... like no, peer to Peer, peer to peer. Like, I love like, you, dude. He said, you're my brother, Anakin. Yeah. You're my brother. I have... The high ground. I have the high ground. I have a t-shirt that says that. Yes. Yeah. Can you unpack what's happening here? Yeah. I
0: just think like
1: there's so much you could talk about. I got to
0: pick up my kids soon. So That's I got to okay. like, I got to knock this let's off. Wrap, so. Let's wrap it up. But um, he says I have the high ground. I have been uh, in ministry a long time. And as a pastor, as a staff pastor, there have been so many times where I could have wallowed. Mm. I could have attacked Having the low ground, I could have gotten involved with the gossip. I could have act um, poorly on you know social media and Facebook. I could have gotten in the mess. Right. But instead, one of my mentors, Pastor Scott live Chapel Springs Church, Bristol, Virginia, shout out. Uh, he always, always, always preached taking the high ground. Right. And man, we walk him and I walked through some very difficult things together. Um, be it like. I'm not going to get into the details, but some really unfortunate things, you know, that, that just happened. A lot of times people in the congregation don't even know, right? Right. But just unfortunate things, you know, right. that um, we just, he taught me to take the high ground. His guidance was always take the high take ground. Take the high ground, you know? And, um, and I think when you don't take the high ground, you just, you you, you know, when you're, like what Anakin did, he went, and Anakin still a full human being at this point yes no no major scars he lost his hand in the one fight right but beyond that he's he's a human right? right he's he's healthy and and when he went to attack obi-wan he jedi jumped really high and obi-wan strikes him down
1: cut him he cut him at his knees mm-hmm.
0: and then he slips and kind of falls into that hellish yeah <laughs> hot Motha. magma stuff but i just think it's just one of those like i've got the high ground i'm taking the high ground like that's it so,
1: yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to act a fool, you want to do some crazy, you're going to lose. Right. At the end of the day, and your bad right. behavior is going to cause you to lose. And Obi-Wan was on the high ground and he was ready to walk. He was like, Anakin. Right. Right. Brother, we're done. Right. Like, I'm leaving then. Yeah. I'm walking away. Yeah. He didn't. Obi-Wan's intention was not to cut him at the knees. No. And to hurt him like no. that. No. It, 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 it was boiled, self-defense at that point. At, yeah. What it boiled down to is like, this is not like, dude, if we're going to get into a battle, a duel right here. Right. About to show you why I'm your Jedi Master, and you're right. Head. And so, uh, the ultimate demise was—it it was super unfortunate. But yeah, taking the high ground.
0: Do you understand all that, Stacey?
2: I I did.
0: Well, I know because we talk Star Wars sometimes. Like maybe
1: it's a little too confusing. But no,
2: like... but I understand what the high ground is. Right. I've had to take that several times. There,
1: yeah, there have been many times yeah. where, like, I want to strike, and I'm like in my mind, I I say like, be the, be the better man in this. Right. Absolutely. And
2: I have learned to understand when God said he will fight my battle. Yeah. That there is some weight in that. Yep. That i rather take the high ground and step back and let the Lord fight for me. Mm-hmm. Because if I fight, I get a temporary yeah. uh, rise in emotion and I feel good for a second. Yeah. The Lord steps in. I don't even want to be around.
0: Right. No, it's very it's very true. I've got a, a couple incredible stories about taking the high ground that like we're not easy because your your flesh like who you are wants to pull out the lightsaber and go to town <laughs> on somebody but um, anyway well that's that uh, I thought it was a good show good, good, good talk Stace thanks for coming around Stace wasn't planning on being the pod today but we saw her out there we invited her in and said come join come join the pod jump in uh, so that's <laughs> I that. that you call it a pod I know <laughs>
2: Jump in the pod. Jump
0: in the pod. Jump yeah. in the pod. Like an escape pod. That's C3PO and R2D2. Okay, I'll stop. Okay. Um hey, by the way, uh for those that don't see what we look like at all,
1: um, I am bald. And, and I kind of and am. you are balding. Well, like I don't wear it like that though. That's no, not I fair. get it, but it's happening though. Yeah, I have a receding hairline. Yes. And yes. so I wear I, I buzz my hair <laughs> Yes, at a zero. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I actually I use a shaver you go in, and I'm, I'm too scared it. to do that. But um
2: and I have a full of hair.
1: And it's
0: very nice. <laughs> yes. Shiny. It's yes. black. It's shiny. Um. But because of, because I'm bald, uh, I wear hats. Okay. Like I just, I always wear hats. And you too, you're you wearing a hat pretty much. It was weird. You, the other day you didn't have a hat. I was like, I forgot it. Is it was weird. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I let it happen again. <laughs> but here's the deal. Hats are expensive. A nice flat bill, like snapback, whatever you wear at lids is minimum $35 to $45 now. Right.
1: It's a hard pill to swallow. Minimum.
0: So, that's not, I can't just keep buying hats all the time, right? So, I need to keep my hats nice and fresh to do the best I can with that. Um, but have you found a way yet to get rid of the hat smell? Oh,
1: uh you yeah, smell this. No, I'm not doing that. Just not give it no, quick I love with. you so Clink. much. No? Nope. I love you so much. No, no, no. Here, Baby, is you how won't you smell get... my hat. No. Listen, you I have a way to do this? No, listen, I've been wearing these are like dry fit hats. So, you think lately. that's it? No, no, no. And so, this smells a little bad, but okay. you can clean these easier. Easier. Yes. So what I, I get the I have like the OxyClean and I put a little bit of Tide and I have I have the a washing toothbrush. I thought mixing Tide and yeah, the,
0: and and OxiClean is like mi- mixing let ammonia. Let me cook.
1: Let me cook. And
0: bleach. Will you let me cook?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cook. And I get my little toothbrush and I I scrub the hat. Uh-huh. I get up underneath the brim there where yeah. the sweatband is, and my hats stay fresh to
2: death. None again. of my hats smell.
1: Because you don't sweat like us? Yeah, that's what it is. I sweat. Like, I I sweat sweat in my hat.
2: But I have dry shampoo that I put in my hair every time.
1: Yeah, it doesn't stick to my head.
0: Yeah, we don't have hair. So
2: maybe that's the problem. But like,
0: when I go to the gym, I like to look at least appropriate. You know what I'm saying? I don't look like a total tool shed because I'm already overweight. So I'm like one of that. I'm, I'm that guy at the gym already, right? <laughs> but like today, I w- look at this Philly sat, bro. Like oh, am I wear my philly you know, to And it stinks. Gym today, and it stinks. I start sweating. Ew. And then it's and then it gets
1: that little like ringish. But look at this, bro. Like what is this haste? I've never yeah, had a haste. that's that's your filth. That's my filth. Because usually it, like kind of like has that like. Well, yeah. So right? I think that you could do the same approach that I did. You can get oxygen cleaner. Okay. But- Oh, to put it in the, the short I do not recommend that because if the heat at the end that a